Gemara Yoma Daftet Masechet dedicated anonymously to the success of couples that are trying to have children. Hashem Yibarech Otam Bezara'ah Haya Vekayama Amen. We begin today's daf on Het Amud Bet. We're learning the sugya of the Shkat Parhedrin. That's the office that they would sequester the Kohen Gadol seven days before Yom Kippurim. So we found a Mishnah <coughs> that also talks about this Lishka. It's three lines from the bottom. Tenan Atam. So we learned in a Mishnah. <coughs> so the case over here is talking about bakers <coughs> that are buying flour from Amehaaris. Amehaaris are hashudim on ma'asrot, although rov Amehaaris ma'asrin hen. However, Nachamim called their product demai because it's a safek if they gave if they give their masrot. Terumah gedola, which is the portion that goes to the Kohen, they give. They don't want to be hayab mitah, midah shamayim. So they're scared about that, but they don't realize that if they don't give their masrot also, it's tevin, the oraita. They don't know the halakha. They're scared of terumah, they're not so scared of <coughs> masrot. Anyway, we have over here bakers. <coughs> so the bakers are buying flour from these Amea artists. So the hachamim, Mandated them to take terumat ma'asir. That's uh, one hundredth that goes to the uh, nevi. And v'hala. Hala is the regular hala that goes to the kohen. So we'll see exactly why they mandated these items and they did not mandate, let's say, terumat gedola. So the message says, b'shlamat terumat gedola lo detanya lefi sheshalach bechol gevul Yisrael. Yohanan Kohen Gadol, he was the one that made the Gezerah on Demai, initially. And he sent out to all of Israel to do an investigation. And he concluded, he found out, He saw that Amea'ares, they do give Terumah Gedolah, so there's no worry about that. <clears throat> so the Gemara says, okay, fine. But what about Ma'asir Rishon, Ma'asir Ani, there's other types of ma'asrot. You only said he has to give terumat ma'asir and hala. What about ma'asir ishom, which goes to the levi, which is 10%? What about ma'asir ani that goes to the aniim? <coughs> the Gemara says, namelo, no, hamotzim ha'vero, ala bara'aya. There, the burden is on the levi, and the burden is on the ani. You're saying that the ama'aris didn't give it, and therefore... Hayab, prove it. You want to take money out of me? So, I'm going to see Mahavero. You want to prove it? Prove it. Until then, he could eat it. There's no issue from eating uh, these uh, things. There's no karet or nothing like that. So, he can keep it. Yes. Okay, what about Maaser Sheni? Maaser Sheni, there's no Hamosim Mahavero. That's him. Let him take Maaser Sheni. Let him go up to Yerushalayim, the baker. And let him eat it in Yerushalayim. No one, nobody has a claim on that. So let him take it up to Yerushalayim and eat it. Amar There was Paredrin. 
Peredrin, actually, these offices that we talked about yesterday, but now we're learning exactly what they were. They were tax collectors, and they were in charge of the weights and the measures, and they were replaced every 12 months, and they would shake people down, these Peredrin. So they would go along, and they would demand a, a vig from the prophets besides the taxes. So therefore, Hoftimotam, Hoftimotam's day, they beat them down. <coughs> they beat the merchants down. Ve'omrim lahem, mechru bezol. Mechru bezol. Mechru bezol means, let's say, uh, you, you, you give, you know, sell it for a dollar. A dollar, quarter of it goes to the tax collector. He's saying, sell it for a dollar, quarter to the tax collector, and quarter to me. As a vig. So they was only making 50 cents. So he's making less. So already they're getting beaten down by the tax collectors, by these peredrins. So lo atrechonu rabbanan. So the rabbis are not mandated not to take another ma'asir sheni. He's losing his profits now. If you make him take another ma'asir sheni, it's enough that, uh, of course, anyway, the whole thing is a sefik. A ma'aris, maybe he took. So therefore, since the tax collector, the peredrin, would cause them loss anyway, so we don't want to add another loss to the nahtomim that he has to take his ma'asir sheni. My peredrin, Finally, the Gemara says, what is this parhedrin? And the Gemara says, Purse. Purse, that is these... Uh, <coughs> right, superintendents, collectors. Shotrim. Okay, now that's the, that's the Gemara. So basically, we only brought this here to show you the word, parhedrin, what they did. And yeah. we learned yesterday that since they were replaced every year, similarly like the Kohanim, that they were replaced every year because they died in the Kodesh, because they were unscrupulous Kohanim. So therefore we call it the Shkat Peredrin because they're like Peredrin. They're like offices that are replaced every year. Now let's read the Rashi on this uh, Mishnah that we just read. On the bottom Rashi we start Hanachtomim. These are bakers. <laughs> which is nothing really. It's a small, uh, small uh, amount of Okay, hala also they're mandated because they're not makpid to take hala. The 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 the. stop. Always just take hala. They're not hayav. They're not hayav hala. The They take hala because they take hala. Everyone take hala. You make bread, you take hala. Thank you. About? About. Right. 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 Prove it to me that I owe it to you, and I'll give it to you. Oh, now Rashi gives you a little background on that Mishnah. What type of Nahtom we're talking about? Tamid Hakam. Nahtom Ma'ar, I don't want to start portraying him from Ma'asir Shani Hayuvim. Ma'asir, uh, because he's going to make a mistake in other cases. But in Nahtom Tamid Hakam, so they, 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 they gave him a benefit. He's always selling. And since, again, since he's selling, we learned, now we're going to learn that the Peredrin would take money from him, extra. So therefore they said, he's patu from taking Ma'asid, uh, Ma'asid Shani. Lefi, 
לפי ששלח יוחנן כהן גדול, שגזר על הדמאי, בסרטי הפרק הגדול. אוקיי, אז אנחנו יודעים את הסורסט. יוחנן כהן גדול הוא המקור של הדמאי. הוא המוציא מחברו על הבריאה. מחי הפרשה ואף כאה משום כדל, אין בו אלא ספק גזל לביאים העניים, חוץ מתרומת מעשר שבתוך מעשר ראשון, אותה ייתן הכהן, שיש איסור, והארון ביטה באכילה. תרומת מעשר, אוסו אני עושה מוציא מחבר לו הרב הראייה. תגיבי תרומת מעשר תל אביבי, זה הוא שזר, תגיבי דעת. זה סיים מה יסד, המוציא מחברו, לחברו, המוציא מחברו עליו הראייה, על מעשר ראשון, על מעשר עני, ואנו יסי, give one hundredth to the Levi. Tell the Levi, prove it to me that I ought to and I give it to you. So that she says, because this issue over here turns the, uh, the, 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 the product into Tevel, if you eat it without giving Turumat Ma'asir. Because Turumat Ma'asir comes from the Turumat Gedola. Turumat Gedola, so therefore, it's like, I'm sorry, it's like a Turumat. It comes from the Ma'asir Rishon, but in the Ma'asir Rishon, you give Ma'asir, when the Ma'asir, the Levi has to give that to the Kohen. And there, if he eats that, it's Chayab Bide Shamayim. So that, not Ma'asir Rishon, but Ma'asir Ani. So therefore, Ma'asir Ani, Ma'asir Rishon, there's no Chayab Bide Bide Shamayim. Okay, they put a Hamutzi, a Mahabiru Allah, and a Raya on it. But a Turumat Ma'asir, as she says, Bishop Tebel Embo El Asafek Gezer. There's no Tebel on that. Which if you didn't take Ma'asir Rishon and Ma'asir Levi, and Ma'asir Ani, it's not called Tebel. So therefore, if he eats it, no problem. But she ain't kidding. If you're not going to give Turumat Ma'asir, she'll be talking Ma'asir Rishon. It's within the Turumat Ma'asir Rishon. Otaitan the Kohen, she's Isur. Va'avon mita ba'kilata. That's why. That's why they were Mahmir on Turumat Ma'asir. With Levi. Bring a proof. They can't bring a proof. I'm going to bring a proof. So therefore it means, see you later. Okay, nifku v'nisku. So why don't they take Ma'asir Shini also? So that's why. Which means, Ma'asir Shini, we have Isur over here. You cannot eat it in your gate. You have to take it to Yerushalayim. So if there's Ma'asir Shini in here, he's making an Isur. And our rule is, anytime there's an Isur, we have to fix it. So therefore, just like we fixed the Rumat Ma'asir because of an Isur. So therefore, the Kawarayi should fix Ma'asir Shini because of the Isur of Lo Tuchal, Lechol, B'Sha'arecha. So why aren't you fixing it? But it's not a loss either. Because what is he doing with it? He's taking himself and eating it. So therefore, it's Ma'asir Shini, the owners eat. So what's the problem? It's not a loss. You see this? Like we said here. So every time they get a new officer for collects the taxes, he fix out ways to shake down the merchants. So therefore, what does he do? He comes to them and says, uh, give me an extra money over here, extra money over there. So therefore, uh, every year, they got to deal with a new uh, inspector that's going to come along now and try to make some, uh, some money on the side. So therefore, the Hakamim said, Lord, Rehonu. By the way, the whole thing is a, is a stringency with Rabbanan. Rov, Ame Ha'aretz, Ken Ma'asrin. Everything. Rov, Ame Ha'aretz, give Teruma Gedola, Ma'asri Rishon, Teruma, give everything. Rov, Ame'as, Me'aslin hen. Ela, we're Mahmir, for the Mi'ut. But therefore what? In a case where it's a Tirha for the merchant, like this guy here, that's getting shaken down by the, by the, by the Parhedrin every year. So they basically, you know what? You don't have to pay Ma'asir Shani. 
Anyway, they, they put it on the Ikaradin. Ikaradin and Ov. Turumah Gedolah was, was all of them? Turumah Gedolah they gave. It's more than Ov. All of them. They were scared of Turumah they, they thought that if you don't give Turumah Gedolah, they're right. There's Hayyub Mitavideh Shaman. But they didn't know that if you don't give Turumah Ma'asin also, there's Hayyub Mitavideh Shaman. They didn't know that. They didn't know that uh, that also makes Tebuk. So therefore, they're only careful what they were scared about. They will give Turumah That's it. Give. No, majority will give everything. The minority, everybody would give Turumah Gedolah. And the minority would not give Ma'asir Rishon to the court, to the, to the Levi. And Ma'asir Shini. And Ma'asir Ani. So Ma'asir Shini, they wave because of these... Because of the... Because of the... And Ma'asir Rishon, Ma'asir Levi, Ma'asir Ani, Ma'asir Rishon, and Ma'asir Ha'abira wa Labaraya. So the only right, the only one that is Hala and... Hala, which they have to take anyway. And Turumat Ma'asir. Now, why don't you say Turumat Ma'asir Hamutim Haviru Allah Baraya? Because it's a Hayyub Mitah if you don't take Turumat Ma'asir. It's not the Levi that takes the Turumat Ma'asir. It's the Kohen. The Levi takes from his Ma'asir Rishon and gives it to the Kohen. So if the guy was a Levi, so No. He's got to give that part to the Kohen. That's Turumat. Turumat Ma'asir belongs to the Kohen. He gives a hundredth to the Kohen. The Nahtom. The baker takes a hundredth of this uh, item and gives it to the coin. Because again, you would have to take one tenth normally give to the Levi. But that he doesn't have to give Kamatsiapala. But one tenth of the one tenth belongs to the Kohen. And that, if you don't give it to the Kohen, turns the product into Tevil Hayub Mita. So I said, give that to the Kohen just to settle the Hayub Mita. Direct. One percent to the Kohen. Yeah. Because you're giving him his halik. Well, well, okay. You're giving him his halik. No, no, no. Levi didn't get anything. No, 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 no. He didn't get it. 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 You give it straight to the Kohen because that, that was he would have gotten it from the Levi. You don't have to give it to the Levi because I'm Motsi Mahavro. So we just ask. So let the Kohen. I'm Motsi Mahavro. Okay, good. You want to eat Safek, Tevet, Oraita, Sha'ayab, Mita? Give it. Oh, but Rashi did say that uh, free shit, so yes. he's taking it from the, from the Maaseh itself. Yes, so but he, he can eat it then. But then I'll eat it. But then I'll eat it. Then I'll eat it. But then I'll eat even that. No, there's no suit to eat it. He'll eat it. Not the Trumat Maaseh. Not the Trumat Maaseh. He gives it to the Kohen. Yeah, they both give it to the Kohen. I'm saying the Maaseh, the Shon, the Maaseh. He could bafrish, then eat it. Eat it, yeah. And if the guy is approving it, he'll pay him. And the words, They're trying to find alibis to get money out of the merchants. So come on, so oh, you owe me uh, this or that. Uh, it's a shakedown, bottom line, that the, the, the Parhedrin would do every year. So the people knew, the rabbis knew, that these Nahtomim are getting beaten. So if you could tell them now, take another 10% to go up to Yerushalayim, there goes a lot of profits. So they put out and said, okay, on that, you could... They separated it and then ate it themselves the way they were? Or they didn't separate they didn't have to separate it. No, it doesn't say Ma'asir Shini, they have to separate it. say she said, Yeah, no, Masidi Shum Masid Anim Mafrishim. Masid Shadir, it's in there. Eat it, eat it, yeah. Because they assumed that Rob Masin on that. Masin, they did it already. So you're okay. Anyway, that's why we bring this whole sugya to learn the name Parhedrin. So we see Parhedrin in the Mishnah, where is this in Terumot? We see this Mishnah over here, and we see it in, in our Mishnah as well. Why they call this Dishka Parhedrin? <laughs> because the Parhedrin was similar to these tax collectors that were replaced every year in the time of the Sekhmet HaMikdash. We're going to learn now the Kohanim were replaced every year because they died. So therefore they called the Dishka. They went from Balvati, 
that was the original name, which is the, 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 the aristocratic uh, 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 chamber, <coughs> the Paredrin. Amaraba. Fear of God brings long life. Person has Yirat Hashem, he lives a long life. However, the years of the Rishaim, so they get shortened. So now the Gemara gives a derash on it. Yirat Hashem Tosif Yamin, Zemikdash Rishon. That's referring to the first Beit HaMikdash. She'amad arba me'ot ve'eser shanim. 410 years, which was less than the second Beit HaMikdash. Ve'lo shimshu bo ela yudchet ko'anim gedolim. And in the 410 years, according to the Gemara, <coughs> 18 ko'anim. A different she taught on this. Look at the bottom Tosfot. So he says maybe there was uh, 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 nine ko'anim, and each one had a segan, so that mass, you get to 18, uh, got my villa, I think it was going to stop 12. Whatever the number was, there wasn't more than 18 kohanim in the 410 year span. That means the kohanim lasted. Why? Because the kohanim in the first part of Mikdash had Yirat Shamayim. And therefore, Yirat Hashem, Tosif Yamim. They had long, uh, long tenure in the first part of Mikdash. Uh, do the math, 410 years, only, uh, according to some opinions, 12 Kohanim or 80 Kohanim. Right, so they, they, they had a nice, uh, nice career. That's the years of the Rishaim, the Mikdash Sheni. The Mikdash was 420 years. And there was more than 300 Kohanim Gedolim in a 420 year span. Now, it's, it's not even that. It even gets worse because the Gemara says, Shimon Tzadik, we know, was the Kohen. He was Kohen for 40 years. And Yohanan Kohen Gadol, we know, was 80 years. So therefore, it's not 420 years that we're discussing. You got to take it right away, 120 off the bat. So now we're dealing with 300, but it's even worse. And take another 10 years off of Yishmael ben Pabi. So that's 290. Some say, add the 11. So take another 11 off of the 290, so it's 279. Or some say, no, replace the, the 10 of Yishmael and put it to the Rabbi Azar ben Hassom. Nonetheless, it's either 279 years or 290 years. However you're going to learn it, it basically, it's less than 300 years of 300 Kohanim. So it's basically they lost the Kohen every year. Right. So therefore, you see, Shenot Rishayim, Tiksodna. The years of the Rishayim, Tiksodna. Finish. Every year they were, they, they were changing. And that's why they called it Parhedrin again. Now, Mikan Ba'ilach, Gebra says, Se Vahashov. Go do the math. Call the Had Vehad, don't teach in Basically, this, they, didn't, they didn't make the year for sure. They kept doing this. They kept doing this. Kavod, Kavod, Adam in Aulam. Now, in order to read this Gemara properly, we can go to the Hagot Abach for a second. <clears throat> the Hagot Abach fills in a little piece that was missing. The Hagot Abach says, an Aleph, Lo Otsi Shinato, Amar Yohanan ben Torta. Why 
Why was it? Why was it? What, what, what was the root of this corruption? They used to pay for it, which means the kiuna became a political position, like we learned on yesterday that she said. They would pay the malchut, and they would get a installation. So you see that over here, that uh, this has been going on for, for years. I mean, when you see corruption, you say, what, even in the Beit HaMikdash, even in the rabbinate, even in the... I mean, just because a person gets a certain position, so, oh, you got the position, it must be his ra'ui. No, you know, that doesn't be his ra'ui. You see that the, for, 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 for 300 years, the Kwanim that were working, they were not, uh, they were not ra'ui. They said, well, but you guys, Kwan Gadot, it's got to be a tzaddik. <laughs> look, 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 look what happened. The Amad of Ami, um, sorry, the Amad of Asem, reading the Hagotabach, Tarkeba de Dinre. Tarkeba de Dinre is like a, you know, a sack of coins. Aile le Marta Batbaitos. She was a rich lady in Yerushalayim. The Yanai Malka, she gave the bribe to Yanai. Ad de Ukmele Yoshua bin Gamla bekanera Brebe. In order to install uh, the Yoshua bin Gamla. So there was bribery. There was corruption taking place. Now, it makes sense to add this Haggaha. Uh, uh, First, was giving you the, the, the background of it. And then the Gemara continues. Amar Yohana bin Ben Torta. Another statement of that same rabbi. So therefore, it fits in the, the Gemara. Because now we're giving statements of this rabbi. Now, this rabbi is a story behind him. Rabbi Yohanan bin Torta. Torta is a short, which is basically Rabbi Yohanan, the son of a cow. <coughs> so there's a story behind him in, in that um, uh, one time uh, he was a goy. And uh, they sold him uh, a cow. A Jew sold him a cow. And uh, the cow stopped working on Shabbat. The cow didn't work on Shabbat. So he said, what's going on over there? I bought a cow to work for seven days. The guy doesn't work on Shabbat. He's a goy. He doesn't know what's going on. So he goes back to the Jew that sold with him. So the Jew whispered in the cow's ear, listen, when you were working by me, Shabbat, but now you're by a goy, therefore, you know, you're allowed to work on Shabbat. So he went crazy. What is it? The cow knows Shabbat. He converted. So they called him Yohanan ben Torta. The son of the cow, which means because of the cow story, <coughs> that's why he ended up becoming a Gert Tzedek. In any event, what did he say? What was the reason why Shiloh was destroyed? Shiloh, if I'm not mistaken, lasted for 369 years. It's a long time. And then all of a sudden, so you had a Bayit Rishon 410, Bayit Chini 420, and the, the Shiloh before that, 369. What happened? Why did it get uh, destroyed? The Pene, Shayuba Shnedevari. Two Averot that were prevalent. Gilui Arayot, Ubezayon Kadashi. There was immorality taking place in Shiloh itself. <coughs> and Bezayon of the Kadashim. They were uh, deriding and belittling the Korbanot. Gilui Arayot Dektiv. Ve Eli Zaken Meot. Eli, the high priest, Zaken. Ve Shama et Kol Asher Yasun Banab, the Kol Israel. He heard about the corruption that his sons, Hufni and Pinehas, were doing to Bnei Yisrael. And they heard <coughs> that they were sleeping with the ladies that were coming, Petah, Oil, Mo'ed. Now, the Gemara Shabbat told us, if you remember, It's not that they actually did that crime like the Nabi says it. <coughs> but it was considered as if they did it. 
because they delayed bringing their korbanot. When a lady gave birth, she has to bring a pair of doves. And since they didn't bring it immediately, the ladies would have to stay in the bed to Mekdash till the korban was brought, and then they would go home. So therefore they would be delayed to be with their husbands, and therefore that was being mevatel them from uh, their husbands. So it was as if they were with them. That's one opinion. Although Rav, if you remember in Masechet Shabbat, actually said that, I think he said, Hofni actually did it, and Pinehas didn't. So different opinions. But nonetheless, there was immorality. That's the immorality that we're talking about. This is Masechet Shabbat. Amar of Yohanan. Kol ha'omer, b'nei eli hatu, eno ela to'e. However, the issue is, mitoch sheshahu et kinehem, because they delayed bringing the pair of birds. If you look at the top of the sheet, this week's parasha we just read. Right. They were ga'ava, the kohanim. They were lazy. They do another thing. We're busy. It's not the nashim really. It's mevatim ba'alehem. Maybe not the mitzvah. She helped the woman having children. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now it's fine. Fine. I'm just saying, I'm being with the, the, the wives. Anyway, <coughs> so it says over here, Miha, however, top line of the Gemara, Okay, why? Because bottom line, they couldn't go home because they would have to stay by Eli and Hofni uh, and Pinehas. So it's Ke'ilu. That was the immorality that was prevalent. Bezayon Kadashim. What was the Bezayon of the Kadashim? The derision of the Kadashim. Gam beterim Normally what happens, the process, you bring the Korban, you bring the Chedem on the Mizbeah, and then the Kwanim eat their portion, whatever it is, the Hazer and the Shok. What would happen? Beterim yaktidun Before they even brought the Chedem, on the Mizbeah, the Naar, that was like the, um, the runner for the Kohanim, give me the, give me the meat for the Kohen. And give it to us uh, raw. They want to roast it themselves. So therefore, if you look at the Rashi, tells us what they did over here. No. Their bottom line, they took their meat before the Chedev was brought on the Mizbeah. They were taking the Chedev. Not only that, the Amar lo ki titen, give it to me now. And if you don't give it to me now, we're taking it by force. They, 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 they belittled and defiled the Mehat Hashem. Basically, they were bullying around the people. We're not bringing the Korban. We'll bring it when we bring it. But give us the meat now, and we'll take care of it. Give, us, give the Helek of the Kohanim. So they demanded the Helek from the people by force. So that was a business of Kohanim. Huh? The Kohanim didn't get it? They are the Kohanim. 
but they, they, it was too early. They, didn't, they, 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 they took it prematurely. <coughs> huh? So it says over here, Mignash Rishon, Mepnei Maharev. Okay, famous Gemara. This is the classic Gemara, Daftet and Yuma. Mignash Rishon, why was it destroyed? Mepnei Gimel Devarim, Shayubo. Avodah Zara, Gidu Arayor, Mishvichud Damin. The three cardinal sins. Avodah Zara, Dekhtiv, Ki Katsara Matza Mehishtadeya. Am I reading it right? It's a scene. Which means the, the bed is, uh, is too, the, the couch is too short to share. My katsar hamasa mistare. What does that mean? I'm going to read it down. Katsar masa ze mistare alav shne de imke ehad. Not enough room on the couch for two uh, friends to sit on it. Which means that Kadosh Baruch Hu Kibyachos one. And then Abu Dazara. So there's not enough uh, room over here for two, uh, for two friends. Which means they were serving. Avodah Zara as well. So that she says, how do they get that from the word Mistadeya? Mistadeya, meaning Mistadeya Achad. There's not enough room on the couch for another Reya to be there. That was the, the claim against them, that they're putting another, you know, another deity, another God over there. Shnei De'im. Selem Shehaimid Selem. Sarah. <coughs> That's a re'im of him. He's like a, a rival wife, like they call her at Sarah. And the end of the Pasuk says that we know it's Avoda Sarah. So Masikha is Avoda Sarah. became a Sarah, became like a rival. Entering. The rabbi, we get to this pasuk with Amar, the God that is written by him, right? he gathers all the water of the uh, of the world, like he puts it in a, in a in a bottle, meaning God contains all the waters of the world, which is zillions and zillions of gallons of water, and his rival is now this, this piece of metal. What is the piece of metal? Nothing. Scrap. I go, but who is so powerful? So he cried. He said, what a, what a busha. That the rival of a kadosh baruch that's kones kanet me'ayam. And now he has to uh, compete against uh, a piece of metal. Look at that pasuk. It's funny, no? Very funny. It defines Hashem's strength. Or kones kanet me'ayam. Is there a reason why he picked that? No, no reason. It's arbitrary. Of course, there's a reason. Gilui Adayot Dechtiv. Now, how do we know that they had Gilui Adayot? Vayomer Hashem Ya'an ki gavhu benot Sion. Benot Sion, the daughters of Zion. Vatelakna netuyot garon. They walked with their neck, their neck out. Netuyot garon. Um sakerot enayim. We'll see what that means. Haloch v'tafof telachna u'beraglehen ta'chasna ya'an ki gavhu benotziyon. What does that mean? Gavhu benotziyon. They were hori. Shayum mehalchot aruka besad ketzara. These ladies were trying to seduce the boys. Those immorality Jewish ladies. So what would they do? The tall one 
on purpose would walk next to the short one. It's not enough that she stands out anyway because she's tall. But when she walks next to the short girl, she stands out even more. So she catches the attention of the, of the men. So that means kigavhu. They made themselves even taller than they were. What does it mean they went? These ladies walked with the Tuyot Garon. They stood erect. What does that mean? They filled their eyes with makeup, mascara. That's called the Sikra. They walked in a certain way. You know, toe to heel, in a in a, a measured way, slow way, in a, in a deliberate way to catch the attention. That's like bisamim. They would bring little vials of bisamim, and they would put them in their shoes. When they would pass a bahur. They bang the foot on the ground and it cracks the vial and the besamim comes out. It sprays on them. So therefore it's like a poison. Poisonous what? The venom of a, of a nahash, of a snake. So that's bachasna. So therefore that was arayot. <coughs> Okay. Amazing. This is Benot Siyon. Benot Siyon were doing uh, alayot. That's considered alayot. They were dressing uh, immodestly. Yeah, it was. Uh, and, and, and I was also didn't say anything. It. Right. It just, it just said no, that they were. Was, was their, their behavior was immodest. Right. That way. But not actually doing alayot. No, right, no, and well, they were, doesn't say, right, doesn't say, say that, that, that anything happened over yeah. here, but it says that they put the Yitzhara into them, yeah, and then cut it air, it led, it led to, it led to things. But the point is, so you see over here, the ladies, there's a claim. Shafichud damim, murder, dikhtim. Vegam dam naki, shafach menasheh, harbe me'od. Menasheh, the king, spilled a lot of blood. Ad asher mileh et Yerushalayim, pelapeh. Pelapeh from, uh, this is end to end. End to end, exactly. From one end to the other. Gibra <coughs> comes along and says, Aba Megdash Sheni. Famous piece. Shayu Oskim Batura, Ube Mitzvot, Vigimilut Hasadim. It's unbelievable. Yeshivas, they had. Mitzvot, everybody was doing. Hesed, they had. Mepnei Maharev. And they didn't have Gilu Yarayot. They didn't have Shifichut Tamim. They didn't have Avodah Zarah. Because they had amazing And if the Beit Hamikdash hasn't been built yet, that means obviously we didn't make the tikkun of. What does it mean? That means if Hashem would have built the Beit Hamikdash today, he would have to destroy it again. That's why he doesn't build it. Because why should he build it in order to destroy it? You see over here the of the Saat Khanam. 
I'll say one Hidush on this. If you go to uh, the story in Mitzrayim, there's a very, very big question that we asked on the Haggadah Shil Pesach this year. When you get to the Haggadah, we say Karpas. And they tell us every kid has it in his Haggadah that he brings from the yeshiva. Karpas, Samech Parech. Everybody knows the famous Nutrikun, Samech Parech. That means Yeshim Ribo was doing Avodat Parech. So the question we had this year was, is that true? It's a nice remez, but it's not true because Shevet Levi was not part of the Avodat Parech. They were actually exempted. And the Shishim Ribo includes Shevet Levi because when we came out of Mitzrayim, it says, Elef Ragli, which Shevet Levi was there. But they were not part of the, part of the Parech. So therefore, how do, you, how, do you justify, how do you justify that? So, uh, I saw brought down the Sefarim that uh, they asked this question to Rav Chaim Kanievsky. That what do you do with this, with this number over here? So he says that since Shevet Levi was no Sebe'ol, since they, they felt the pain of their brothers, that means, even though they were exempt, but they felt the pain. They, they weren't sitting enjoying. They were suffering themselves. If you remember, Levi named his children Gershon, Kehat, Umerari. And the Shlach Kadosh says, why do you call the son Gershon? Kiger, we get him in this country. You're not a Ger, Levi. You're a full-fledged citizen. No, but I'm, I'm like a Ger. Kehat, because his teeth were Kehim, like uh, bitter or, and, and, and black and, and, and shaky. Merari, who calls your son Merari? Bitter. He called his children by that name. Yes. Every time he called his son, Gershon, yeah. he remembers. Because he didn't want them to forget that even though we're not part of it, we're part of it. There's a famous Hiddush uh, from Rav Yonatan Ivishitz in Yarot Devash. Yarot Devash says that why did uh, uh, Paro exempt Shevet Levi from the, from the Avodah? Was he a Sadiq Paro? Why did he exempt him? So he said, because his Istaginim told him that the Goel is going to come from Shevet Levi. Okay, so Adrabai, free him. It's easier for him to become a Goel. He says, no. Usually, the, 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 the Rabbi Yonatan said that the Goel usually comes from, the uprising comes from within. Like in the Warsaw Ghetto, the people themselves were suffering, so they revolt. Because the people themselves uh, are so uh, frustrated, so they, they, they create a, a mutiny against the... But if you're not part of it... Yes. So therefore, to take away that element of why should we fight something that's not for us. So therefore, the motivation usually of a goel is he's, you know, he's leading the group that he's part of. But if you, if you remove them from the tsar, so therefore, what's the motivation? But Paro miscalculated. He didn't understand that Shev Devi has a tremendous Nyanam no Sebe Olim Havero. And therefore, as much as they're suffering, Shev Devi felt it, felt it as well. So Rav Chaim said, it, it, you can't call it Samich Parich. It's called Samich Parich. Because they were part of the Avodat Parich. That Nisiyad Be Olim Havero puts them as part of it. And I added to it, how, did they, how were they part of it? 
So for sure, they must have been praying. They must have been praying, Tehillim, and the Tefillot, Bidma'ot, you know, we're crying, So therefore, we say that's why we take the Karpas and we dip it in the salt water, which is the Dema'ot of Shevet Levi. We're, we're, we're trying to minimize how, what was, what was the Helek? What was Shevet Levi's Helek? And that's why we have a Remez that when we break the Matzah, which Matzah do we break? We break Shevet Levi's Matzah. Because we're coming to say that even Shevet, the middle Matzah. So therefore, there's a there's a there's a there's a Karpas Yahas. They go together. Out of all the matzot, you're breaking the. This is lechem oni. They were not part of lechem oni. Shevet Levi. No, that's why we're breaking Shevet Levi. The hadush is on Shevet Levi that we're breaking. That they were also part of this inyan of lechem oni, even though technically they weren't. So that's the whole thing of yisod of. So it means in, in Mitzrayim, the whole Yesod was that there was a certain Ahdut. There was a certain, even the people who are not working, they're worried about their friend, they're worried about the other guy. And that's what ended, that's what ended the Galut. That's what took the Galut. That's what we got out. That's what we got out uh, uh, early. I saw one, one of the Sifarim, the famous question, uh, 400 years it was supposed to be in Egypt. Uh, what happened? We got out half the time. I saw one of the rabbis say something incredible. He said... Because everybody felt bad for themselves, what they were going through, but they also felt just as bad what their friend was going through. So everybody suffered double. Because since they had such nisiat bi'odim habero, they're suffering, okay, fine. But, uh, forget about me, I'll take the suffering. But how's he, my friend, poor guy, uh, he has to suffer like this. So it was doubled. Everybody had two, two, uh, uh, two, two troubles, theirs and their friends. So, so the Rab said, once Puri Alam saw that there's such a ahdut amongst Kla Israel, at least they, they, they're suffering for each other, he let them out. However, what happened in the times of the second Beit HaMikdash, once already there was sinat hinam, so therefore God says, now you got to pay the other 200 years. Now you got to pay back the years. I let you out of Galut early because of the ahdut. And therefore, the final galut is going to be like the original galut until Kleiser gets to back to the level of Nosebi Olim Habero. And Arizal said, especially the Talmudim that learn together, especially uh, you, can, you can be Nosebi all with uh, every single Jew in the world. But at least in the Bet Knesset, in the, you know, you have a guy in the Bet Knesset they're not feeling well. I give him a call. Where is he? Uh, his uh, wife doesn't feel well. Make this is for him. Help him out. Rock his birth. You know? Th- those are no sebe olim habero. You have to, at least with the, with the guys who you come in contact with every single day. Uh, then you can stop, uh, you know, advancing it and expanding it. Nonetheless, if Mitzrayim is the is the model, is the template of Geula, so we see that the yesod is, and and, and we explained it. Uh, in the olden days, this inyan was very, very prevalent. In the olden days, if a person had a tree, the Gemara we learned in Shabbat, and the tree was sickly, so what would he do? He would put a red string on the tree, and the people would walk by the tree, and they would see that, oh, that tree over there is uh, sickly. So what would, what would be the guy's next move? He would go to the shul and open the hechal and make a tefillah, for the guy, Azit, Hashem should give him his tree, Refuah Shalemah. Today, what would be today? Guy walks by, says, okay, give me a call, call, call a gardener, whatever for me, I'm not. But they understood that, that, that they, they knew what the reaction would be, that everybody was no sebe, all them have it all. So today, when you walk by a guy's uh, store, you see he's fixing his roof. 
So, okay, we got the shim. You don't have to go to the shul, but you pray for the guy. You see the guy having a hard time, whatever. You walk by his store. You don't have to see a red string. You see the guy's going through a hard time. You pray for him. Give, 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 give it to Pila. You see the guy uh, uh, fixing, uh, I don't know, the guy they're fixing, we, 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 we uh, bricking the, the front, we pointing the bricks. Whatever it is, you make a tefillah, it should go good for the guy. In those days, they would no sebi all on everything. The guy would pray for the guy's tree. Today, you have to send an email, guy going in for emergency surgery, guy got hit by a truck. Okay, you delete it. Those days, they were praying for a guy's tree. They get emails all day long of people that are, we don't even have two minutes to say, David for another Jew. So it's a, it's a problem. And that's, what it says is Sanat Hanam. Sanat Hanam was the, was the reason of the struggle. to teach you, and that's why we're in the Sivrat Omer. That's why I'm giving you a little more on this, because that's the time that we work on these. Uh, <coughs> which, which, okay, one, one, one time we gave it that Ajna. Why is it called Hinam? Which means uh, it's, it's never Hinam. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you, never, you never hate somebody for no reason. Uh, so there's always there's always a reason why, why, why it's although they say it's it, 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 it's baseless. I guess one of the explanations is is that uh, whatever happens to a person, you have to know that it came from from a kadosh baruch Hu. Like David Melech said when Shmuel ibn Gera cursed him, he said, Allah, Hashem could, could anything happen to me unless Hashem wills it? Can any trouble happen to me unless Hashem brought it to me? So therefore. Your, 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 the, the mashal that they give is the stick, exactly, David. The stick. Uh, the guy throws the stick at the dog and he hits the dog. What is the, who's the dog chase? The stick. It wasn't the stick, it's the guy behind it. So Kadush Baruch Hu throws a stick, so the guy goes after the guy. What do you go after the guy? It's not him. Go return to Hashem. So it's Hinnam. Ultimately, it's all Hinnam. Ultimately, it's always Hinnam because. It's all Hashem. So, so therefore, what, what are you doing? Everything's from Hakadosh Baruch So why, why create the animosity? Why, why, why humble yourself to God, and uh, and then you, you got the message. But again, it's very deceiving. Hashem does it in a way where it looks very. He, he doesn't show himself. So he makes it look like it's the guy. Hashem's unbelievable, and that's what, what is the pasuk saying in the Nevi'im? Hinam nimkartem. hinam nimkartem. Because of Sinat Hanam, and you didn't, you didn't see me behind the, behind the scenes. <clears throat> okay. Ela Shatalu, okay. Did a Shaim are you? They were a Shaim. Ela Shatalu Betwanam, but Kadosh Baruchu. What does that mean? They were a Shaim, but they trusted Kadosh Baruchu. What does that mean? They were a Shaim, but they trusted Kadosh Baruchu. The explanation is. That as long as they had the Beit Hamikdash, they said, "Man, that guy's going to protect us." Korbanot, Kwani, we're good. So they, they knew they had a, a like a charm. They had a, a segula in the Beit So therefore, they put their trust that God will not do anything to us. That the, so therefore, God had to destroy the Beit Hamikdash to wake them up. The mashal that I saw by Pincus one brought, brought on this was there was a. Um, uh, an artist, he went on top of a, a you know a, a cliff very high, and he's drawing a picture of the of the view, and he has one of his uh, talmidim over there, and he's drawing the picture, it's an unbelievable picture on a canvas, and then uh, so the the artist now wants to see how it comes out, so he has to step back for perspective, 
and as he's stepping back, uh, and he's studying it, and he's getting closer to the cliff, and he's going to fall off the cliff. So the student is calling, my teacher, my teacher, and he's so engrossed in looking at it, he doesn't hear him. He keeps on walking back. So finally, the student had no choice. He took a knife, and he ripped the picture. The guy comes running back. He said, what did you do? He says, I saved your life. He says, you, you're going to fall off the cliff. If I didn't destroy the picture, because you, you, your mind was only on the picture. That's the same thing. B'nai says, Samu they're looking at the Beit HaMikdash. They couldn't take their eyes off the Beit HaMikdash. Meanwhile, what was happening? They were falling off the cliff. So I got had to destroy the Beit HaMikdash. <laughs> and now, uh, you wake, you woke up. Hey, wait, what happened to the Beit HaMikdash? Okay, now come back. Therefore, you have to bring them back. Atan, the Mikdash Nishon. What does it say about Mikdash Nishon? Rasheha Beshohat. Like we said, there was corruption. Yishpotu. Which means the leaders received corruption, bribes, when they judged. Right? And the Kwanim was there for a price. Yoru. Unbi'eha. Bekesef Yiksomu. And the prophets, for money, they gave their prophecies. They relied on Hashem that nothing's going to happen. Why? What did they say? It's amazing. Right? Sion, Zion was plowed. Yerushalayim. What is the word? Ayin tehiyeh, which is what? Desolate? Ruins. Ruins. And the Temple Mount, the Bamot Yad. Three items connected to three, the three, the three Averot. When Megdash Rishon, lo hava besarat hana. Oh, now the Gemara said, hold it. There was no Sarat Hanam in Megbayt Rishon. Vakitiv. Megure el Cherev hayu et Ami. Lachen, Safok al Yarech. Friends, they sit down together, they eat. And they roast each other. Mm-hmm. So they were roasting each other with their speech, even in touch of the first Beit HaMikdash. In the Beit HaMikdash, it was only in the Nesiei Yisrael. It was only in the, in the leaders. By the Beit HaMikdash already, it spread to all B'nai Israel. Dekhtib, Za'ad v'hilel ben Adam, ki huayta b'ami. Betanya za'ad v'hilel ben Adam, yachol lakol tamud omar, hi b'chol nesi'e Yisrael. Which is referring to what? Only nesi'e Yisrael had that bed midah initially. Masha'en ken, in the second Beit HaMikdash, it spread. Rabbi Yohanan v'Rabbi Al-Azad da'amri tarvayu, Rishonim, Shinit Gale Avonam, Rishonim that what? Rashinit Gale Avonam. Lo Hayu Mechassin Tishahem. Right. They were there. They didn't cover this in. What happened? They made Teshuvah. Nit Gale Kitzam. So God told them how long it's going to last. How long? 70 years. That was Babel, Gale Babel. Ahanun Shalonit Gale Avonam. Mazalonit Gale Avonam. And they didn't, uh, they didn't fix it. They didn't confess. They didn't change it. What happened? And we're still waiting. They were not told when their end is. It's open-ended. Right? 
We don't have that. Ahalonim lo nitkale avonam. They were in public, they were acting in a certain way. In Besetel, they were doing Averot. So Lunit It was done Besetel. And then other three, the Gilead, obviously, are public. Right? Amar Abi Yohanan, Tova, Siponan Shal Rishonim, the fingernails of the Rishonim of the earlier generation is greater. Mikiresan Shal Aharonim, from the stomach of the Aharonim. The stomach is wide, the nail is thin. Even that thin nail is greater than the wideness of the keres of the of the final generations. Why? Amar le eshlakish, which was the first bet hamikdash. Obviously, the first bet hamikdash is greater than the second bet hamikdash. That generation is greater. Amar le eshlakish adaba achronim adife. The later generation is greater. Why? Afalgav diika shibud malchuyot, like we have today. Shibud malchuyot is uh, well under the some of the nations of the world, in Galut, Ka'askeba Torah, was the learning Torah. So there's a, there's a silver lining. Amar bira tuchiyah. Go look at the Beit HaMikdash. The Beit HaMikdash will prove it to you. Shehazal al-Rishonim. It came back after 70 years for the first generation. Vino hazal al-Haronim. And it's going to come back for us. So therefore, with all their bad, the first generation of the Hurban Ba'i Rishon was better than the second. Sha'alu et Rabbi Al-Azhar. Rishonim, Gedolim, or Aharonim, Gedolim. Okay, who's greater? Amar lahim, tenu enechim babira. Look at the Beit HaMikdash. Beit HaMikdash, Yuchiyah. First Beit HaMikdash came back after 70 years. The second Beit HaMikdash, still. Ikad amre amar lahim, edechem bira. Your ed, your proof is the bira. Rashi, kegon. Right. Sounds like it's similar. That is the aid. What was the Shtakish? was swimming. The Okay. He gave him his hand. To pull him out? If you would have came <coughs> when the Galut ended in the time of Ezra back to Eris Israel, you would have been like silver. She'en rekev sholetbo. Achshav sh'alitem. But now that you came back uh, late, kedaltot imshaltem. You're like the doors made out of wood. Ke'erez sh'arekev sholetbo. Vidrashi. Tzadina lechu. Right. Since they didn't come back, B'nai Babel, they stayed in Babel, so it caused the Shekhinah to come back, and therefore, from resting on Bayit Shini. Like a door, you open half one door and you close the other one, so too, you went like the Latot. You didn't come. Fully. Sharek of Sholet. 
מקצתו תולעת הוכחתו מתוכו, מקצתו קיים, כך כסת חזון שכינה היה שם, וכולו לא היה. To give me the story, he was swimming in the water, and Ababa Ruhana Yahib Li Yeda. And he just started to tell him this. <laughs> I guess the Shakish is telling Ababa Ruhana was from, from Babel, maybe, that's why he was telling him. Right, so he's telling him because Shakish was from El Israel. So he's telling Ababa Ruhana, you Babylonians, your fault. You didn't, you didn't, uh, you didn't come back. My Eris, Amar Ula, Sasmagor. My Sasmagor, Amar Bi Aba, Batkol, Kedetania, Meshemetu Nivima Harunim, Hagai, Zechalia, Umal Achi, Mr. Lekaru Hakodesh, Misrael. Those were the last of the prophets. Vadai, Nayumishta Meshim, Batkol. But they still had at least Batko. So that she, my Eres. So it says you're similar to an Eres. What Eres are we talking about? Amar Ulas Sasmagor. Ah, so that's like the worm that eats away the uh, its Eres. So it says that when you didn't come back, so you became like an Eres, that means you were now subject to decay. As opposed, if you would have came back properly, you would have been like Kesef. My Sasmagor. Right, why would you compare it to Sasmagor, this worm that eats the Eres? Right, just like the worm doesn't eat all of the Eres, some of the Eres remains, so too, we, although we lost prophecy, but we still had something. What did we have? Batkol, which is a Shinaim of prophecy. So therefore, it's like the it is that the decay is not complete. It leaves something, uh, something over. Does Rishtakish talk with uh, Rabbi Barachana? Umar bi al-Azhar. Demar'ad ar'adi Yisrael ava. Velo hava mishta'eh Rishtakish bahadeh. Which means, Rabbi al-Azhar was considered marad ar'adi Yisrael. And still, the Shtakish would not talk with him. Without the Shtakish Ba'adeh. Demand the Shtakish Ba'adeh Beshuk Yavunu Eska Belo Sahadeh. Oh, Ba'adeh, Rabbi Bahana Mishta'eh. The rule was, anybody that the Shtakish would talk to, that would validate him that the man is kosher. And therefore, you'd say, when you were doing a business deal with this guy, you don't need to start with witnesses. Give the guy money without witnesses. Why? He's trustworthy. How do you know he's trustworthy? I saw the Shtakish talk to him. So the Shtakish was careful not to talk to anybody because he knew from his talking they're going to... He wouldn't even talk to Rabbi Azar Marada Arad Israel. And he's going to talk that to Rabbi Barbar Khana. He knew that, uh, you know, whoever he talks to, it's going to create uh, validity to the guy. He doesn't want to take responsibility. Amar Papa Shadeg Avra Benayu. Or Which means he switched the uh, switched somebody in the story, either the one that was swimming or the one that was uh, pulling him out. Pulling him out. 
Okay, if you say that Rababa Rahana Pashatwayad and Ibn Azar was was bathing, so it wasn't a shakish. Okay, and the first part of the story, Ida Bishwama the Kisha Varuhad Zidi Pashatwayad. And Zidi he would talk to. Why? Because Zidi was uh Mahashuv, was bigger. He wouldn't talk to Bil Azabarada Israel for some reason. He should talk to Rababa Rahana, which is less than but Zaidi. Okay. I think I saw in the article that no. Shahi had a himself. Not because he knew. He was afraid to talk to people that he'll, The, the, the known Nazir says that the it was known to everybody as perfect. scrupulous. Okay, yeah. so therefore, no, no, uh, no problem. Okay, that's mm-hmm. what Okay, Baruch Adonai Amen. Amen. Amen.